Bro. I want to give a huge shout out to everyone that has supported our podcast along the way. We are one day off of five months since we started. We officially passed over 2,000 total plays today. I want to give a huge shout out to Matty Ice, Mr. Straight Edge, Little Cuz, and Yawn Man, the four gentlemen that record with me all the time. Without these four gentlemen, this podcast would not work. At the same time, I want to get you to go listen to and give a huge shout out to Sportsball Mania, that is Pork Chop and Matty Ice. Dudes Inc., it's Matty Ice, myself, and Pork Chop. Go listen to Mr. Straight Edge's podcast, Straight Edge Gaming. So I want to give a huge shout-out to everyone that supported our podcast and continue to support us along the way. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome back to another Throwback Thursday episode on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Today we're going to be covering a match of the legendary Undertaker. His last, I guess, official WrestleMania match that wasn't cinematic. So today I'm lucky enough to be joined by Matty Ice. What is up? And a little cuz. Hello. So we're going to be covering WrestleMania 34, John Cena versus The Undertaker. And I had no clue until Michael Cole said it was the two winningest superstars in WrestleMania history. Did either one of you know that Cena was that high on the list? No. I had I, I had a suspicion, but no, I wasn't for sure. I know that Taker is obviously because he now has 25 wins and 27 appearances. There's only been 36 WrestleManias, so yeah, not bad. No, not bad at all. So we start this off with Cena has been calling Taker out for weeks, and Taker gave no response. And this is just one of the best things because for week after week, Taker has said nothing. Got no inkling that he was even coming to WrestleMania. He he quote-unquote, retired after 33, his match with Roman Reigns, left his gear in the ring. It was supposed to be his swan song, his goodbye. He was done. Well, all this made Cena want to build up a dream match, and it's just we didn't get that. I mean, this match, like Matt said earlier, would have been great 15 years before this. Yes. Yeah, because even though Taker is in great shape, it's not the match it could have been that long ago. So, John Cena, this whole WrestleMania 34 leading up to this, bought a ticket, has been sitting in the crowd taking pictures with fans, eating popcorn. He's been a true, quote-unquote, fan of WrestleMania. Enjoyed all the matches so far. Out comes a referee and whispers in his ear, he's here. That's all he says. And, t- and Cena, we know, jumps over the barricade and runs his high end all the way back out through the back, everything, just to get ready. And this is and, after the uh, women's championship match. Yeah, this is after Asuka's first loss. So Asuka's standing in the ring when all this happens like a crazy lunatic. We get John Cena overshadowing Asuka. Shock, right? No. And... Shortly after this, Cena's music hits, and Cena looks in the camera and says, he's here, it's about to get interesting. And they kind of, like, hint on the call that it's The Undertaker. Or I think Corey Graves is The Taker. I'm like, there's only one Taker, just call him Undertaker. But uh, one of these, 
And then we get Cena in the ring doing all his flashy stuff. And the ref that told him he's here comes out and says, he's not coming. Cena looks dejected, leaves the ring. And this is when we get an excellent troll job by none other than Elias. Yes. Because the crowd goes black. Everything is dark. And we hear the faint guitar strum of Elias. And I love him talking the whole way down the ramp. And he looks at the crowd and goes, what? Were you expecting someone else? (laughs) (laughs) I just loved it. Because this was Elias' character. And it would have worked better, in my mind, had it been a Cena-Elias match instead of Cena-Taker. But but we'll talk about that at the end. But, I mean, Elias just then berates the dead man the entire walk to the ring which was supposed to set up a Elias Taker match at Saudi Arabia that year. Really? John, or maybe it was Saudi the next year, because this is when we were supposed to get Elias Taker. Instead, we got Elias, or Taker Goldberg. Ugh, I would oh, rather, rather had Taker and Elias. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have thought I had a bottle of liquor. It was either Taker, uh, Goldberg, or the Brothers of Destruction versus DX. But one of those matches was supposed to be Elias and Taker, and they chose the latter. But Cena goes back to his seat. Elias calls him nothing more than a glorified spectator. And go do what you've been doing all night and pay attention. Well, we all know Super Cena's had enough of that crap. Comes in, lays out Elias, which is foreshadowing for the next year when he does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And Cena's music hits again, like they do after every win. Cena is the most frustrated I have ever seen him in a match. Have you all ever remember a time where Cena was visibly frustrated like this? Uh, uh, there was a match he had with, I think it was either Sin Cara or somebody. It was a very, like, one-time match. And he was, I want to say, he was pissed the entire match because of how awful it was going. That's the only other time I can think of him actually doing that. What about you, Joe? I'm trying to think. The only other time I could the only other time I could see him like not not even visibly frustrated, but like disappointed or whatnot in like how the match turned out was his match with the rock. That's like, true. That's or was it hit was that match or the match with the Miz that he is sitting on the ramp in WrestleMania? That's the first that match the rock. with the rock, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about the only other time. Well, Cena heads up the ramp again because he's just fed up. He's going to wish the crowd goodwill. Goodwill. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And the arena goes black again. And the crowd once again reacts like, wait a minute, maybe he's finally here. And Taker's gear is now in the ring. It's just like it was left after WrestleMania 33 when he laid his jacket and coat and gloves in the ring. At the end, with officially announcing his retirement. Well, lightning strikes it, because Taker can summon the lightning like he always has. Strikes the gear, and it's gone. Credit to whoever jumped in the ring to grab that, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Because they weren't ever on camera, so it was great shot by them. Well, then we get the iconic Taker gong, and he's here. Cena looks like he's seen a ghost. And Corey Graves calls out which taker did Cena call out this time. 
and we get legendary Taker or Taker from last year, hinting at the fact that Taker's match against Roman Reigns sucked. Yes, because it did. I mean, it wasn't the best. No, it was not. Even Taker, if you watched Last Ride, talks about that he wanted a redemption match. That was supposed to be his match to end all, and he was not happy with it. That's why he kept fighting, because he wanted another match. But Cena looks scared, like he's seen, like Shaggy seen a ghost on Scooby-Doo. And, yeah. And we get Michael Cole saying this is the matchup of two of the winningest stars in WrestleMania history. Taker now has 25 wins after WrestleMania 36 when he beat AJ Styles. Cena now stays at 10 wins after his Firefly Funhouse fiasco last loss against The Fiend this year. Or Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Whichever one he fought. He fought every form of Bray Wyatt. But Cena is now tied with Triple H as the two winningest, the second place winningest superstars of all time in WrestleMania. No one in history is beating Taker's streak ever. No one can beat can a top 25 wins. Because that, that type of longevity no longer happens in wrestling. No. No at one. All. No one's going to stay in WWE that long. No, not at all. So Taker is out of the gate fast. He looks polar opposite than he did exactly a year before against Roman Reigns. He doesn't look like the cow that needs to be put out to pasture or the horse that needs to be put down because he's lame. He looks vintage Taker to steal the line from Michael Cole. He's vintage. We get him. They call him the the best, the best pure striker in the game because that's what he is. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, would even come close to that. And no, nobody. And like you said, Cena looks like he's seen a ghost like a third of this match, which you know isn't very long. But how how long does the match last overall, Joe? Uh if you count the if you count the outro after the match, the time card on the pay per view has six forty one. So the match 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 in all I'm saying probably about five minutes. If that, it's yeah. not long. But Cena gets one move of offense, and it's a back body drop. Yep. So we start out after we get Taker coming out fast. He goes for the Irish whip. Cena reverses, throws Taker in the corner. Taker comes out with a big boot. Then we get the vintage Taker flying co- clothesline, which we have not seen since then because there's no need for it absolutely ever again. New. No. And then we get one of my favorite wrestling moves of all time, old school. Just lays out Cena. Once again, hits him with body shots. It's like Taker Stinger's, it's like Sting's, uh, Stinger Splash, but Taker never gets off the ground. He just runs and just body checks him into the corner. Then we get, and Michael Cole is an absolute moron for this. He calls out the move before Taker even hits it. All, all Taker does is drop Cena in the corner, and we hear Michael Cole, Snake Eyes! It's not Snake Eyes till Taker hits the big boot. Sorry, Michael Cole. Quit reading your script and watch the dang match. <laughs> yeah. And then we get Taker's leg drop, which is absolutely phenomenal. Taker goes for the choke slam and hits, and but Cena reverses into the back body drop like Joe alluded to earlier. Cena's only move of offense, he hits the entire match. He goes for the five-knuckle shuffle, which is an inappropriately named move. But Taker sits up, 
And it's like Cena has seen a ghost, and I put it, he's Cena stopped in his track, Scooby-Doo style. Because it's like he's slipping on some soap or a banana peel. Yeah, literally. He just, like, falls. He's like, he, it looks like Fred Flintstone trying to stop the car. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Taker hits the choke slam, signals that it's the end, throat slash, hits the tombstone for the one, two, three. This is Taker's redemption for his loss in the same arena four years later, earlier at WrestleMania 30, where he lost to Lesnar. So, overall, we know this match is not going to be rated because it lasted four minutes tops actual match. Well, I mean, someone's going to rate it, but... Not us. No. Because no. it's what it was. But would you all have rather watched Elias Cena or Taker Cena? Uh, Elias. Uh, actually, I would have much rather watched Elias Taker. But you, Matt. Honestly, I'd have seen Elias Cena because that was a little bit better storyline going in compared to, you know, Taker Cena because really it was just one sided on Cena's part and he gets his candy ass whipped in, in the ring. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely correct. So, I mean, I mean it, for, it's tough to call. Yeah, and for what it is. It's an entertaining match, but you got to think mm-hmm. WrestleMania is a marathon. Yeah, and this yeah, was it... this was nice to have like a little bit of a break for a short match because it's what was needed to get the crowd back into the latter half of that WrestleMania. Yeah, and Taker said on the last ride documentary that he did for the network, he wishes he was able was given twenty to thirty minutes for this match. But they only allotted him five and a half minutes. He, at this moment, he had rehabbed and trained, fresh off a of hip surgery, everything. Taker was in the best shape he'd been in in 10 years. They gave him five and a half minutes. Well, my question begged, is, how do you give... for longer. My question is, if you're Vince McMahon, how do you only give the man that's been beside you for so many years... Six minutes at the the biggest show of the year. When he wants to be there. Absolutely. But, I mean, Taker begged for longer matches. And I would have loved to have seen a 20-minute Taker-Cena match. I think it would, you know, it would have made it better. We would have definitely gotten more offense from Cena. Absolutely. I, I honestly believe Vince was afraid to let Cena hit anything on Taker due to his age and the fact that he had had hip surgery. I honestly yeah. believe that's the reason. Oh, okay, but he can take five F fives while concussed. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. Absolutely, it bugged the crap out. And of when Cena is one of the safest wrestlers to work with. Oh yeah, I'm. I I honestly believe it was Vince trying to protect the dead man, even though the dead man has fought for Vince, hurt time after time after time. Wrestled when he needed surgery. They talked about Taker broke his ribs one match. He went to the back, taped up his rib cage, came back out to fight. I mean, he fought the next week after Big Viss broke his orbital socket. You know, his eyes. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> fought the next week. He was that kind of superstar, and Vince only gave him five minutes. So I think that, to me, was a shot from Vince to Taker. And I know, I can't remember if it was this time or the time after that Vince and Taker had a falling out which is should never happen on Vince McMahon's behalf but 
We all know he likes to screw up everything that's golden for him. Taker has been the most loyal superstar ever to Vince McMahon, so let's piss in his cereal bowl. I mean, I'll happily do that. I'll even stir it for him. But yeah, I mean, but I like, just don't get it. Okay, if you compare, I know this is like apples to oranges, but like Brock Lesnar, who has hurt people past, present, and probably will in the future. Yep. Versus John Cena, which I don't think John Cena's ever hurt someone intentionally in the ring. No. I mean... Well, explain to me this. He would not give Taker 20 minutes after hip surgery, but he gives Edge 45 minutes after 11 years off of retirement. Figure that crap out. And why are they not close to the same one? It's not really the same age. Yeah, they're closer to the same age. Uh, uh, Edge is probably 10 or 12 years younger. But still. I think, I think Taker is now 54, 55. But so still. So at that one, he would have been 52, 53. Yeah, it's just one of these things that Vince, I mean, I understand he was looking out for the well-being of Taker. But at the same time, this is the same man who would bring Kevin Nash back all the time, knowing Nash can't wrestle. Oh Yeah, like the Summer of Punk was destroyed by Nash, and he couldn't even do nothing. No, Nash didn't, didn't actually fight at all for four months after that return. And it was against so, Triple H. Yeah, but I mean, this match, honestly, like you said earlier, 15 years prior would have been a five-star match. Would have stole the show on whatever card it was on. It, yeah, it would have been the main. It would have been the main event. Yeah, because if it was, you know, let's take American Badass versus Thugonomics Cena. Oh, uh, give! I'll write a check. That's all it takes. That would have been so good, but instead we well, get what we, we get. get: Hollywood Cena and Geriatric Taker. You're correct. I would have loved to seen a storyline built up, let's just say 10 years ago. Taker as the old school. Cena is the new guy wanting to change the guard. Taker has to defend the old school way of wrestling. Cena wants to, pr- to prim- premiere and showcase the new style. This would have been a great storyline because we all know Taker is essentially the godfather in the locker room. No mm-hmm. one's going to cross Taker. And then had Cena, go, this would have been a great time to turn Cena heel and essentially make that like he's trying to attack and kill the Godfather off to take that role. Would have been you money, would have been gold. But, yeah, we got nothing. We got a six, We got a five and a half minute match and then a minute and a half of Taker walking around the ring. I and mean, this, this should have happened at like 23, 24, 25. Well, 23 and 24. Let's not exclude 25 because it was great. But, I mean, this is the time, like, Taker was fighting Mark Henry, Batista, Edge. Yeah. He should have been. I mean, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. The matches with Batista and Edge were great. It's just Mark- I didn't I didn't need that casket match against Mark Henry. No, not at all. Nobody. Well, the casket match, let's say the casket match, place Mark Henry with John Cena in that match, that match is golden. Oh, absolutely. But I don't get it. This match was a great one for our Throwback Thursday because, I mean, we've already done the Boneyard match. 
We're going. I, th- I want to do it like a Taker WrestleMania thing. I would love to go all the way back to his first win against Superfly Snuka, but that match was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was either cover this match tonight or Giant Gonzalez. Yeah. Let's not can let Giant short, Gonzalez. It was supposed to be short matches to push us over the two thousand mark, which we have officially hit. Sorry. <laughs> Thank thanks, Joe. <laughs> but. But another thing that can be brought up with this thing is the Saudi Arabia match. I don't know if it was it was 2019, right? The the Taker Goldberg one. Correct. Yeah. Why why do you approve that over longer time? Like, Blood money. Oh, I I know that, but I'm just saying like it's let's see. It's Goldberg. He's he hurts people. <laughs> I just put it in two hands. On one hand, you have a 25-minute match that has a five-star that has a five-star potential and will definitely put butts in seats. On the other hand, you have two dinosaurs fighting, and one of them getting hurt halfway through the match. Correct. And if go watch the last ride thing, if whoever's listening, if you haven't watched it, Taker covers this Goldberg match. He talks about Bill getting concussed very early on. I mean, they're having to work through this match on the fly. And when Goldberg drops Taker on the jackknife, the jackhammer, which, I mean, Michelle McCool sexed her doctors at the moment, is he okay? Because, I mean, Taker was two inches from possibly being paralyzed. Yeah. And I think I think the only worst jackhammer I've seen is when he hit it on the Fiend. Yeah, because that was the bro hammer. But, uh, I mean, this match should have never happened. They pinned it as the face of WWE versus the face of WCW. Absolutely incorrect. When I think WCW, I do not think Bill Goldberg. I think Hulk Hogan. I think the NWO. I think Sting. I think DDP. I don't think Goldberg. Because after Kevin Nash ended Goldberg's streak, Goldberg was a mid-card guy. Like Oscar. Like Ryback. Pretty much. There was no more allure to Bill Goldberg. And for some reason, they wanted to push this match. I don't get it. Should never have happened, ever, at all. I would have been happier to see Elias Taker at Saudi that year. Now, had that match happened, say, 15 years ago, it wouldn't have been as bad. No. But we all know that match was just absolutely terrible, and everyone, including Taker, likes to erase it from the memory because Bill Goldberg doesn't remember it, so that's can't erase it. But, uh, I mean, the fact that Cena-Taker only got six minutes absolutely baffles me beyond belief. Because, you know, this, like like you said, that's a dream match that everyone wanted. Like, you know, Stone Cold, absolutely. Punk, you know, like a lot of things people want. You know, you know as the WWE Universe, we don't get what we want. No, we no, never. No, we never will. Because we've been pushing for Sting and Taker now for twenty years, and looks like we 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 may be teasing it again. I mean, we all want the belt off of Bailey, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. No, WrestleMania soccer season. WrestleMania twenty seven should have been Taker Sting. Yep, and the funny thing was, all these potential Taker matchups, Abyss was supposed to be Taker's WrestleMania twenty five opponent. Did you know that? Cool. No, I did not. Because he he was not under contract by TNA, 
was offered a deal to come in and do a program with Taker to fight him at WrestleMania 25, and Abyss decided to be loyal to TNA and re-signed. And that's when I think we got 25 would have been – is that Edge? No, 25 was uh, – 20, uh, 25, no, 25 was the first one with Sean. Yes. Yeah, that's right. We got Sean, Triple H, Sean, right? Tri- Sean, Sean, Triple H, Triple H. That's right. Or so, I mean, or Sean, Triple H, and Taker at 28. Yeah, which was one of my favorite because the end of the era matches. But, I mean, Taker <laughs> is one of the most careful guys in the ring, and so is John Cena, so let's naturally give him six minutes on the program. Yeah, but, where, it, where it is the most one-sided burial of John Cena since Brock Lesnar did it. And yes. let's also, you know, think about some things. How long WrestleMania is. Gosh. Did they really want that, someone to go that long? Another 20-minute match right in the halfway mark. Yeah, they could have took some time off from, you know, whatever matches, because I forget the whole card sometimes. But We could have definitely, we could have definitely done without the Nakamura Styles match. Well, I mean, at the time, it, we, we were all excited about it because of their stuff that they had done in Japan. And then it ended up as a nutcracking contest. Yeah. Right. But, but I, mean, I mean, at the time, though, mean, it was one of the most hopped matches of all time. Correct. But I mean, it should with, have been. With a five, the, the card is, the whole card itself is five hours and four minutes. Too long. That's way too friggin' long. I love the. Does that count the pre show? Yeah. No, no. way. No way that counts the pre-show. Yeah, no way. Pre-show's only an hour. Not a chance. No way the pre-show's just an hour because they're on the air all day. But, I mean, you give me Taker Cena right before Lesnar reigns. Don't give me Braun and Nicholas against the bar. Ugh. That match was should have been on the pre-show. We, we were all teased for weeks, who's going to be Braun's opponent? And we get a 10-year-old? Like, I mean, all of us sitting there like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Because, I mean, we thought for weeks, who's Braun going to pick? Who's oh, he going to pick? sorry. No. Uh, Taker Cena did not last five minutes. That match lasted two minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, I knew it was a very, very short match. Two so, I mean, we're looking. You give them three minutes. We got a longer thing with Braun trying to pick his, pick his tag team partner out of the crowd. I mean, we got Triple H and Stephanie at that WrestleMania against Angle and Rousey. Yep. Which was the match got, before this, wasn't it? Uh, no. The, well, maybe. No, yeah. match, match before it was Bludgeon Brothers, Usos, and New Day. Yeah. Great match. I mean, this card had potential to be absolutely great. And then you give Taker and Cena the two legends. Arguably two of the top five superstars of all time. Three minutes. Mm-hmm. That'd have been like saying, all right, Savage Hogan, you get to go fight at WrestleMania in the middle of the card. You got two and a half minutes. Do your best. We don't get what we got today. Could you have imagined that in the 80s, a two and a half minute Hogan-Savage match? There would be more trash in that <laughs> ring than usually is. <laughs> We pretty much got that in the 90s with Triple H and uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, well, that match was terrible. Well, Ultimate That's Warrior wasn't known as the best. No, Ultimate Warrior no-sold the pedigree, literally. Like, Triple H hit it, Ultimate Warrior stood right back up. So, I mean, 
do you all have any final thoughts on this entire crazy WrestleMania 34 Taker Cena scenario and match? Let's go with Matt first. My final thoughts on it is the potential that was there because that crowd was hopped up for it did not last or live up to what could have been and what should have been a match taken from the card and put back into the past with, like I said earlier, American Badass versus Dr. Thubaganomics. It would have been a better match, better received, got the 20 minutes it deserved, and we never had to worry about a future match with it. Correct. What about you, Joe? Personally, I think the match, uh, it should have just been, oh, hey, it's Cena Elias match, but Taker cost Cena the match, and it could have led to something more. But instead, we just got two and a half minutes of a one-sided match. Absolutely. I mean, I understand that this was a way to get Taker redemption for WrestleMania 30. Because he lost in that building, he needed to redeem himself. But he won at 31 and 32. I mean, yeah. Why, why did he need to win at 34? He lost at 33. Should have been his retirement match to Roman Reigns. Would have, I mean, it didn't do anything for Reigns or Lesnar both to beat him. Either one of them never benefited from it. But 34, Taker Cena should have never happened, or you give it 20 minutes before Reigns and Lesnar. You don't give it two and a half minutes on the mid card. No. You are if you're so, man. I hope everyone has enjoyed our Throwback Thursday episode of the podcast. We went to Taker vs. Cena at WrestleMania 34. So thank you again. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.